Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Tuesday, it's June 21st, it is 2022. We have 13 baseball games to break down and talk about here on today's podcast. Joined by my good buddy, Genie for 07. Grant, what's happening, my friend? Not much. Probably losing some money today, but I made a whole bunch on the weekend while making drunk bets at the Rockies game. So, really, I can't complain. It is, um, yeah, Monday's slate. I'm getting crushed. Um, very high on the Brewers, and yeah, the cheap pitchers that I played did not do well, and the expensive pitchers are crushing, and my lineups with the expensive pitchers are not doing well. So, yeah, not a good day for me, DFS-wise. I'm crushed on price picks, too. Um, yeah, some of the strikeout props I like today did not, did not work out. Huh? Luckily, we have this thing called tomorrow. Whoa, what a concept. Yeah. Let's jump in and talk about it. Um, like I said, 13 games today. We get started. Washington at Baltimore. No total on this game. It's Fetty. Sounds like it's going to be Jordan Lyles. He was sick on Sunday, didn't pitch. Um, we'll see if he's going to be the actual pitcher or not. Any interest here in Eric Fetty? Is it weird that I kind of do? I mean, I don't really love a slate for pitching, and I don't love the cheap options. Like Fetty going up against a decent strikeout team, the Orioles. Like, he's not an awful pitcher. Obviously, doesn't provide you with a ton of upside, but he's sitting there at 5.7K and realistically has, of the cheap pitchers, the best matchup. I think that he's in play – I don't think he's a great play, but he kind of makes some things work. He can make your lineup different. You can end up with 15 points out of him, even though he hasn't been good recently. He can get there. I don't hate it. I mean, he scored over 20 fantasy points one time this season. He's not a great pitcher. Pitching on the slate, I mean, we had better pitching on an eight-game slate on Monday than we have on a 13-game slate today. So, um, pitching is not great today. I hear you. Um, I actually probably have more interest in the Baltimore bats than I do in Fetty here. Jordan Lyles on the other side of this game. I mean, he's another guy that has his ups and downs. He's not great, not terrible. Um, I'm not playing Lyles or Fetty in this game. I'm definitely not playing Lyles. I mean, Washington's not a horribly high strikeout team. Lyles gives us some bomb. There is some power in the beginning of this lineup here. So, I don't want Lyles, but, I mean, Fetty, the main reason is he's cheap, and he's the only realistic cheap option. Yeah, I, I'm i struggling to find value pitcher on this slate for sure. Uh, let's get into some bats here. What do you like here for Washington? I mean, guys that can hit power. Soto, Bell mostly. Bell's you cheap. Play Nelly. Yeah, th- under 4K is pretty solid. Cruz. Under 4K, it's fine. Hernandez under 4K is fine. Like, Baltimore's been a little bit better for pitching so far this season, but it's still going to be 80 degrees over there in Baltimore. Wind's going to be blowing out a little bit. It's going to be humid. So, I don't mind the power bats in this spot. Lyles is always a guy that's good for a bomb or two. Yeah, I mean, I love I like Soto a lot. I like Bell. Probably look for a third piece to make it a, a mini stack here. On the Baltimore side of things, I mean, Adley Rutschman finally hit his first home run a couple days ago. I like this spot for Baltimore. 
Fetty is not a great strikeout pitcher. Um, I think Rushman, Santander, Mullins, Hayes, um, and whoever else cracks the lineup. But I think Baltimore is a really good sneaky stack today. Surprised you didn't mention Mancini at three point three k. He's he's banged up. I don't know if he was going to be in the lineup or not. That's why I said whoever else is in the lineup. And if he's in there three point three k, even if he's a little bit hobbled, is not bad. But yeah, I mean, I don't love these bats, but they are super cheap. Rushman's the one that I really like at three point four k. Mancini's if if he's in the lineup there, everyone else is fine. I don't mind that call again. I have a little bit of interest in Fetty, but just. Just because he's super cheap. All right. Moving on. We got the Cubs at the Pirates. Swarmer against Contreras in this one. Eight and a half total. Pirates, a 150 favorite. Any interest in Matt Swarmer here? Not really. He's 8.3K and just hasn't been great so far in his limited sample size, giving him a ton of power, not really striking out a ton of guys. This is just clearly overpriced guy. Yeah, big fly ball, bit hard contact guy. Um, I mean, if Babbitt's on his side and he keeps the ball in the yard, could potentially pitch well. Um, we, we saw the Yankees hit six home runs against him um, about 10 days ago. Don't think I'm playing Matt Swarmer here. And then, I mean, Contreras on the other side of this game, I like Contreras. I think he is someone... We're definitely looking at in the mid-tier today. He's a big strikeout guy, 25%. Um, I mean, he gives up a lot of hard contact. It, it's a boom-bust spot. I think he's someone that could get seven or eight strikeouts and probably give up a couple runs and put up 20 to 25 fantasy points at 7,400 here. Yeah, definitely don't like him. He's right along with one or two other guys in the mid-range that I think are viable options here. Um, he makes a pivot off of what I assume is going to be a pretty chalky pitcher that we'll get to at the end of the slate. Um, but, yeah, 26% K rate guy. He's been pretty solid so far in the majors. Got a little bit a little bit dinged up in the last two starts, but prior to that he was pitching pretty well. I'll let him go up to 100 if he's pitching well. So he's maybe the best top two at least mid-tier option on the slate. Uh, Cubs bats. I mean, I don't mind like Hap in this spot or like a Wisdom. It, I would just kind of target the power and maybe like a one or two man here. I mean, you can go all the way up to a four man, I think, like Morel, Contreras, Hap, Wisdom. Contreras, decent pitcher, but does give up a whole lot of hard contact, walks a lot of righties. Um, I don't mind three or four man stack just because looking at the pricing, Hap is 3,400. Wisdom's 3,400. Morel's 3,500. Contreras is 4,600. I mean, Ortega, if he's batting third, he's 2,100. So you can make it work pretty easily. I don't hate the stack, to be honest. It's going to be 89 degrees. I know Pittsburgh is not a generally good pitching ballpark. But they can definitely get a few bombs in this one, and the price tags are appealing enough that you can make it work. Pittsburgh bats, I mean, the power guys, uh, you know, I already said it. This guy is a guy that we've seen struggle with home runs. He's a big fly ball guy. So Reynolds, um, Vogelbach, um, Swinzowski, Ski or whatever. Um, I think all these guys, and they're cheap. They're really, really cheap. O'Neill Cruz is still 2K. 
Um, should hit fifth or sixth in this lineup. I'm definitely looking at a Pittsburgh stack here. I think they might end up being the chalk, to be honest. Like Chavez, the prices, right? The prices yeah, are I mean, so cheap. Yeah, you can do a full five-man and pay for any pitcher you want easily. Like O'Neill Cruz, 2K, Chavez, 2.6K, Vogelbach, 2.4 or 2.5, Reynolds, under 4K, Hayes, under 4K, and Schwarmer gives up a ton of fly balls and a ton of hard contact. Like, if they aren't chalk, then I will definitely be well overweight on them. All right, we got Yankees and Rays, Cortez against Fleming here. No total in this game, which I thought was kind of odd. Um, what are your thoughts here on Nestor Cortez? He's fine. He's expensive. You can make it work. The problem is, like, there's really not a great pitcher on the slate that you just have to lock in. Tampa Bay is generally a much lower strikeout team going up against lefties than they are going up against righties. They'll platoon out pretty much everyone all the way up and down the lineup, and they're not going to be high strikeout bats. Cordez has been pretty darn solid this season. It's in a good pitcher's ballpark. I don't like the price, but I really don't like the price on pretty much any top price guy. Gaussman's been struggling recently. Cease gets a tough matchup versus Toronto. Perez just isn't as good as he has been. Gallon gives a tough matchup. Like it's, it's tough trying to figure out who to pay up for at pitching on this slate. And because of that, unless Cortez is going to be very highly owned, I'll probably end up with a few shares of him just because like you don't have many other great options. He's a guy that can give you 25, 30 points in the spot. Yeah, I think he's okay. Um, I mean, you, you want to see like Kiermaier in the lineup. He left the game. On Monday with a like I think it was a hip injury is what they said on TV. So I mean definitely see what the lineup looks like, but I think Cortez is just by default in play. And I think that's kind of what you were saying. It's not like Tampa has a ton of power against lefties. So I mean he he's someone that could put up 25 plus. So I think we have to like him here. Fleming on the other side. I mean, we don't expect Josh Fleming to pitch deep in this game and I mean, I don't want a lefty against this Yankees lineup. You know, McClanahan was fine because he's good. Fleming's not. Um, this is a great spot for the Yankees bets. Yeah, you're not getting a guy that's going to throw 100 pitches, and you're not getting a guy that even strikes out 20% of batters. This is he's 6.8K. That's way overpriced. Like, he should be – he might be in play if he was the stone minimum going up against the Yankees. That's a might – so at 6.8K, there's no chance of playing him. All right, Yankees-Bats. This game is in Tampa, and, you know, obviously Tampa has a good bullpen, but I still think the Yankees are a top stack on this slate today. I'm not a huge fan of them just because of the ballpark. I don't mind Judge, Stanton, Rizzo, if you really want to go lefty-lefty. Torres is fine. Donaldson's fine. But I'm probably going to end up staying away from the Yankees in this ballpark. Fleming's really not a big fly ball guy. Good ground ball pitcher. Might give up some runs, but I don't expect him to give up a ton of home runs. And they got the Tampa Bay bullpen coming in behind him. I mean, unless they're going to go entirely overlooked, I'll probably end up staying away from them. I I mean, I, I like the stack for sure. Um, you know, Donaldson and Torres are so cheap that, you know, it's really easy to get Judge and Stanton in there and then kind of decide who you want your fifth bat to be. So, 
I honestly, I don't have any interest in Tampa. They really haven't had any power against left-handed pitching this season. This game's in Tampa. Um, I'll be looking to see what this line looks like when it comes out because, I, I mean, this might be one of those spots that I look at Yankees minus one and a half today. Yeah. yeah I don't hate that, but I'm probably – full-on staying away from raised bats. All right, Detroit at Boston. Nine total in this game. Red Sox a 190 favorite. Breeski against Rich Hill. Any interest here in Breeski? No, he's going to get crushed. I mean, we thought that yesterday. And I no, I'm just kidding. Um, no interest for me in Breeski here. Low strikeout guy, struggles with righties, gives up a lot of hard contact to righties. So, yeah, I think this is a great spot um, for the Red Sox bats. We'll talk about them here in just a second. Rich Hill, Grant, going up against Detroit, one of the worst offenses in baseball. He threw 82, 89, 78 pitches his last few starts. Do we roll the dice with Rich Hill today? I think you can. I mean, he's been started off the season terribly. He's been better recently. He's that other mid-tier guy that I was thinking about. I mean, you're not going to get a huge outing from him, but he's been solid over the last month or so. Um, Going up against Detroit, one of the worst hitting teams in baseball. Decent amount of strikeouts here. I don't love the ballpark, but it's going to be 64 degrees. Not expecting 100 pitches, but he can get up, probably be in the 80s, 90s. So I think he's fine. Um as a mid-tier option, he's actually a good mid-tier option with not really many great options on the slate. It's just the matchup going up against Detroit. He can easily end up with about 20 points in the spot. Uh, any Detroit bats that you like in this spot? No, just just no. Yeah, even like Javi Baez, is just, he's really struggled with power this season in general. Um yeah, I don't – I mean, I kind of have interest in Rich Hill. That's why I, it pains me to say that I have interest in Rich Hill for what it's worth. Uh, Red Sox bats, I mean, I love the Red Sox in this spot. You know, Brisky, like I said, he has really struggled with fly balls and hard contact to righties. Um, I mean, yeah, Devers, J.D., Bogarts, if Duran bats leadoff, um, if Jeters is in there, yeah. Because he is, I'm pretty sure that Jeter, Jeter Downs is 2K if he cracks the lineup today. Yeah, I mean, Bo is just awful. He's not good to either side of the play base, especially bad going up against righties. Seems a little bit reverse splits. So Martinez, Bogart's story, all very much in play. But I'm not going to argue with Duran. I'm not going to argue with Devers. I'm not going to argue with even Verdugo, Franchi. All of them are good, like, it's in Baltimore going up against a really bad pitcher. Just stack up the Red Sox. All right, moving on. San Francisco at Atlanta. No total in this game. We're waiting to see who's going to pitch for the Giants, but it sounds like it's going to be Desclafini. We'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, he hasn't pitched since April. And then we got Strider pitching for Atlanta. Any interest in Desclafini here? Probably not. It's going to be hot over in Atlanta. He's probably not going to go horribly late into the game. Um, I don't know, but do we have a pitch count for him yet? I didn't see anything. Um, I'm pretty sure it was an ankle injury, and he only threw 60 pitches in his rehab start, so I highly doubt he goes too deep here. 
Yeah. Going up against Atlanta, hot weather, no, no chance. Yeah, I'm out on Descafini here. Um, Strider, 8,600. I mean, this kid looks legit. I just don't know if I want to play him in Atlanta against the Giants. I will. I mean, this guy has been just great. I know he struggles a little bit with walks. I know that San Francisco is a pretty patient team, but his stuff is just looking fantastic. I know it's great hitting weather. If he's going to end up being chalk, I'd stay away from him, but I don't really expect to. This guy, this guy is good. Um, and so I'm willing to take the potential upside here at a discount to like, he has just as much upside as Cortez, Gaussman, Cease, Perez, Gallon, Manea, and Joe Ryan. Like he has just as much upside. Downside is definitely there, but there's honestly downside with every top price pitcher. I'm just going to take the discount with a strider. All right. Um, I don't really have interest in the Giants. I, I want to see what the lineup looks like for Strider. I might play him here. Um, any interest in the Giants bets? Not really. I mean, you can go with any of the uh, power bats. Yaz, rough if he's in the lineup. Bells if he's not. Um, Longoria, all are fine. Like Strider does give up a lot of hard contact and a decent amount of fly balls, and the weather's good. But I'm not stacking up the Giants. I love the Braves today. Um, Descafani wasn't pitching great before he went on the IL. Looked terrible in his rehab start. Um, from what I saw, gave up hits, was walking guys, gave up, I think, three or four runs. Like, hot Atlanta. Um, I love the Braves in this spot. Yeah, yeah. Any of the power bats, pretty much any of the bats all the way up and down the lineup are solid. You can get cheap bats at the bottom. But Ozuna, Olsen, Olsen's probably my favorite one going up against Disco's too. Uh, sitting at 4.3K, but Acuna, Swanson, Riley are all solid choices here. Disco Stu looked, like you said, not very good in his rehab start. Wasn't great earlier on the season. The weather is just fantastic in the spot. All right, we got Cleveland at Minnesota. There is a total for this game now. There was an earlier nine total, and the Twins a 175 favorite. Savilli against Joe Ryan. Any interest here in Aaron Savilli? No. Minnesota's decent. Savilli, not very good. Not a big strikeout guy. Below average overall pitcher. Uh, just now. Just now. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's another guy that hasn't pitched much and in his rehab start he i mean had decent strikeouts but only through 76 pitches on a big slate like this i'm just worried about the overall ceiling and pitch count for him so probably gonna pass joe ryan a talented young pitcher tough matchup here going up against cleveland you know they're a team that Will typically limit your your ceiling because of their low strikeout rates. Um, they have the lowest strikeout rate in baseball at seventeen point six percent against right-handed pitching this season. Yeah, I mean Joe Ryan's a decent overall pitcher, but he's due for some negative regression. His ERA is sitting a full almost two runs lower than his xFIP. The strikeout stuff has been pretty decent, but this isn't a terribly high strikeout matchup. So the ball's gonna be put in play. Not a huge pitch count. Um, at any given time, probably end up in the 80s, 90s, pretty much has all season long outside of one start. So at 8.8K, 
I'm I'm probably not playing him. Yeah, I probably don't play him, and I probably don't play Cleveland. I will say, if Jose Ramirez is out of the lineup in this game, he he didn't play Sunday. It, it's a bump to Joe Ryan. Yeah, and if Fran Mills back in it, then probably also a bump. Um, any interest in the Minnesota bats here? Yeah, I'd say they're probably one of the better better stacks in the slate. I mean, Buxton always in play, but so like he's. Not giving up a ton of home runs, but he gives up a decent amount of hard contact. Hasn't been great. Can get a little bit wild. Um, so Buxton, Correa, Kepler, Ursula are all fine. Even Gary Sanchez in there. Or you can take any of the cheap bats. Not my favorite stack on the slate, but they're they're a pretty solid one. They're up over a five implied team total right now. So I don't hate them. Mostly just love Buxton. All right. Cruising along here, we got Philadelphia at Texas. Kyle Gibson against Perez, eight and a half total. Pick him game. Any interest here in Kyle Gibson? He's fine. I got AK. I'd rather go up to Strider. Not going to get a huge amount of upside from him. He's been a solid enough pitcher, below average K rate stuff, but above average stuff overall. He's a safe option. Um, probably in play for cash, but. I don't know if you're getting a ton of upside with him in tournaments at 8.1K. Yeah, I think he's okay. I don't think he's the great. Um, I mean, you have to look at the Texas lineup. This lineup has had some really bad lineups. Um, team has had some really bad lineups over the past month. So I think it's really going to be a lineup thing for me. Martin Perez has been someone that, I mean, he's been pitching great this season. He really has. Um I mean, he's only allowed two home runs in 81 innings this year. Tough matchup against Philadelphia, depending on what the lineup looks like. Gene Segura out, Bryce Harper banged up. If we're really just kind of worried about Hoskins, Realmuto, and Castellanos, maybe I go Perez. I just don't love the price tag. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't play pay 9.6K for Perez. He's been good, but he's also been pretty lucky. I mean, you don't go from uh, 1.5 home runs per nine to 0.22 home runs per nine for no apparent reason. Like he's been a solid overall pitcher, but he's due for some negative regression. And this team has some pop here. Uh, the price tag's just too high. Yeah. I'm not playing Philly bats. I mean, you could potentially take a shot on Castellanos at 4,300 or Real Muto, but I'm probably going to pass. Like I said, he's given up two home runs in 81 innings. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe Hoskins, maybe Castellanos, but I, I just like as much as I don't believe Perez is this good, I'm also not going to stack against them. Yeah, that's fair. Um, any Texas bets? Not really. Maybe Seager, but I'm probably just anyway. Gibson, like I said, is a solid enough pitcher that I'm not expecting a lot of damage to be done against him. When I when I started looking at this slate, this total like jumped out at me. Like, what the heck? We have Toronto at Chicago taking on the White Sox. This game is a nine total. With C's against Gaussman, 
Yeah, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. I mean, it is 87 degrees and the wind's blowing out a little bit. I mean, the hitting conditions are great. Don't get me wrong. But, and I mean, Gaussman has been pitching a lot worse here recently. But both of these guys are like capable of like shutting down offenses. Both these guys were in the Cy Young conversation. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This total, this total was weird to me. Um, any interest here in Gaussman? Yeah, I think you kind of have to. I mean, Chicago's got a decent hitting lineup. This total kind of scares me. Gaussman has been rough recently, but I'm not really expecting a ton of people to play him. Uh, but this guy was not too far removed of just putting up 20 to 30 every single game. He just had a few rough outings. I can't really pinpoint the reason why, um, but I don't know. Like, this guy has really good stuff. So I don't really – it's going to turn around at some point. Again, we don't have very good options on this slate. Yeah, I mean, ceiling-wise, I think Gaussman's in the conversation for one of the highest ceilings on the slate. Um, the White Sox are getting healthier, and, I mean, they're a team that can hurt you. But, again, like, this is another pitcher. Gaussman, this season, has allowed two home runs in 73 innings. He's been pitching great. His strikeout numbers are fantastic. He's had a couple rough starts. Maybe this is the bounce-back spot. Dylan Sees has been struggling a little bit here recently as well. Um but, I mean, this dude's throwing 100 pitches every time out. He's 9,800. It's a tough matchup. Um, going up against Toronto, it's a tough matchup. But, I mean, Dylan Sees is really good against righties. 34% Ks is a right-handed heavy lineup. I, I said it on the podcast yesterday. I was super worried about stacking um, Toronto because of Lance Lynn's, like, numbers against righties and they did not do well against Lance Lynn. And I mean, they're doing a little bit off against the guys um, later in the game, but yeah, I, I don't know. Sees I think is another guy that has some ceiling in the spot. Yep. I mean, this guy's one of the best strikeout pitchers in the league. Now he's going up against a tough off- offense. There are a few decent strikeout bats, but overall it's a below average strikeout lineup. The big problem is, and the reason why total so high is, they can hit the ball hard. They can hit the ball at the ballpark and see struggles with fly balls and home runs. So, I, I, it, this is a boomer bust play. Like for GPPs, you're not getting probably a higher ceiling than Cease on this slate. He's under 10K. I, he, he might end up being my most high-owned pitcher, and I don't expect a ton of people to want to play him at this price tag going up against this team. I mean, this legitly might be one of those spots today where you could play either one of these pitchers and you could stack either one of these offenses. Yep. Um, as far as the Toronto Bats, I mean, they're a stack or fade for me. Uh, I'm not playing one-offs here at these prices. If I'm playing Toronto, I'm stacking them. Yeah, kind of the same. Like like I said, they give up a lot of – get Cease gives up a lot of hard contact, a lot of fly balls, and walks a decent amount of guys. So there's probably they're going to be – six runs or one so stack or fade specifically going with the power guys which is most of the lineup um and i mean the white Sox are the same thing for me if gaussman struggles again i want to be on the white Sox stack but they're a stack or fade team for me today yep yep pretty much the same thing gaussman has been in rough shape recently 
He's either going to have things fixed or he's going to get crushed. All right. Mets at Astros. Nine total in this game. Astros are 130 favorite. Williams against your Kite. Any interest here in Trevor Williams? Not against Houston. Um, Williams hasn't been bad so far this season. It's been pretty much an average pitcher, but Houston, one of the lowest strikeout teams in the league, have a ton of power, almost a five total in this game. He's not going to go terribly late in a start. I don't think he's gotten over 90 pitches all year. He's been in bullpen half the time. So I just don't see any upside going up against the Astros. I mean, I think the the same could be said for you for your Kyrie. Um, I mean, not a huge strikeout pitcher. Gives up home runs. The Mets a really low strikeout team against right-handed pitching. I think I'm off both these pitchers today. Yeah, definitely off your Kyrie too. Let's talk um, Mets bats here. I mean, outside of Pete Alonso, everyone's pretty cheap. And even Pete Alonso, the price isn't too bad. They're on the road. Um, any interest here in the Mets? Yeah, I think Nemo's a little underpriced. Marte, Lindor's underpriced. Escobar's under 3K. I think you can roll with any of the top five of the lineup or honestly any of the bottom of the lineup too if you really need to save some more cash. But they, they this is, just seems like bad pricing. Arcadi's really not that great. Gives up a decent amount of home runs. Doesn't strike out a ton of guys. Like He's just not a good pitcher. He's entirely mediocre. So, yeah, I mean, you're just – this is just bad pricing. The other side of this game, I mean, Houston, we'll have to see if Jordan Alvarez is back in the lineup. Um, it sounded like a hand injury Sunday on his throwing hand, so maybe he DHs, if anything, here. But, yeah, I mean, I like Houston. Both of these pitchers kind of low strikeout guys. So, I mean, both of these offenses are teams I'm targeting. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with both. I prefer the Mets, um, but Astros, if you can pay out for them, which, I mean, pitching is just throwing a dart at the board pretty much on this slate, so you can do it, especially if you double stack them with uh, Pittsburgh. But, I mean, Alvarez is probably my favorite, although he's pretty darn expensive. Um, Everyone's kind of expensive, and Williams hasn't been a bad pitcher, but – Again, Williams, you're getting bullpen. So maybe if the dome's open, they're fine. But I think I prefer the Mets. I'm probably probably going to stay a little bit away from the Astros here. All right. We got St. Louis at Milwaukee. Eight and a half total in this game. Brewers are 120 favorites. Um, we got Jack Flaherty going up against Chichi Gonzalez. Um yeah, let's talk Flaherty first. Any interest in him in this spot? I mean, uh, real worry is how late is he going to go into the game? They said about 75 pitches, which at 7.7K might be enough with his strikeout stuff, but you're just not getting enough upside for me. And Milwaukee's not a bad lineup. They're, they are above average strikeout lineup, but I just I can't pay almost 8K for a guy that's only going to go 75 pitches. Yeah, I'm going to pass on Flaherty. Um, 
I mean, he didn't look great in that. He really, like, labored through that first start against Pittsburgh. And, I mean, Milwaukee's a better offense than Pittsburgh is. Chichi Gonzalez, um, I don't understand why the Brewers are a favorite here. Chichi Gonzalez is not good. The Cardinals have a good offense. Um, definitely fading Chichi Gonzalez here. Yeah, no interest in him. And I think St. Louis is very, very solid stack today. Um I don't understand the low total at right around four runs. Like Chi-Chi is bad and he's been pretty reverse splits. 53% hard contact rates since the beginning of last season to righties. Well above average fly balls. Only strike him out at 12% clip. Like Arenado, Goldschmidt are just fantastic plays, but I don't even mind the lefties and Donovan and Gorman. Um, O'Neill, if he's in the lineup, he got put on the IL today. He did. All right. Yeah, well, yeah, Monday. I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, just I'm, I'm stacking up the Cardinals a lot. They're probably my favorite. I, they're probably not even going to be sneaky, are they? I mean, it is Chichi Gonzalez, but it's a 13-game slate, so I don't know if they'll be too popular here. Yeah, regardless, I love Arnado. I love Goldschmidt. I mean, yeah, I like the Cardinals a lot in this spot. Played Milwaukee a ton on Monday. It is not working out. Miles Mikolas pitched better. Um, the gut was wrong, Grant, and that's okay. It happens. Yeah, sometimes. trust me, I was on the same page. Yeah, I mean, I again, like we get a pitcher that goes out and throws a close to no hitter and throws 130 pitches. Guess what? The stack against him in his next start. I don't care who it is. So um, yeah, I mean, for me, if Flaherty struggles here, I think. You know, Milwaukee could be a good team to target. I think both of these offenses are in play today. Yeah, yeah, I definitely don't mind Milwaukee. Um, Tellez seems like a pretty solid overall play. Under 4K in this spot here. Um, Larity still gives up a lot of hard contact both sides of the plate. So, McCutcheon, Renfro, both under 4K. Bielich, Adamas, a little bit expensive for the other guys. But, yeah, Flaherty didn't look great in his first start. Is a solid enough fantasy pitcher, but not really a great overall pitcher. It was a blow of hard contact. So, yeah. Yeah. I think they're a pretty solid stack. We got Kansas City out of LA taking on the Angels. Uh, nine total in this game. Angels a 180 favorite. Heasley against Deepmers. Uh, any interest here in Heasley? No, he's bad. He's, he's, not, he's just not good. Yeah, this is a great spot for the Angels. Bats. Dietmers on the other side of this game. I mean, he has a no hitter. <laughs> I mean, Might as well just retire now. Yeah, I mean, that has been his only good game this season. He's really struggled. Um in that game he had two strikeouts. It's still hilarious <laughs> to me. I had the over I had the over on strikeouts of like three and a half, and he got a no hitter and hit the under. <laughs> Don't see he that. He threw a day. complete game shutout and struck out two. Uh, <laughs> I just I can't get over stuff like that. I mean, yeah, I'm not playing deep mirrors here. 5.5 x FIPS, 18% case, um, average hit distance against righties and lefties over 215. Like, this is not a good spot for deep mirrors. Kansas City bats here. And I know I, I heard you and uh, Dean talking about, um, on the crossover from Grinders Live to Crunch Time, you had Ben Attendee for a stolen base. How'd you feel about Ben Attendee hitting a home run in his first at bat? Wasn't that fantastic? Oh, that was, I was not, not <laughs> happy about that, considering I have 
both Witt and Perez to hit a home run. And I think both grounded out right after him. And then he walked in the second at bat and there was two outs. I was like, oh man, here it goes. He's going to, he's going to steal second. And um, so. Well, the most disappointing part about the Benintendi bomb is it was on the first pitch and Witt was on first. So I thought, oh, for sure. Witt's going to get the stolen base and didn't have a chance. Um, yeah, I mean, Kansas City bats. I like Kansas City here. Perez, Witt Jr. and Witt Merrifield both in play. Um, Dozier's 3K. They'll probably have some other cheap bats here that you can target against the lefty. I definitely don't mind looking at Kansas City here. Yeah, Dinger's giving up a ton of fly balls, 45% to righties. Almost 40% hard contact rate. So, love Perez. Probably the top catcher on the slate as he often is. Witt and Witt, both great plays. Love Dozier. Um, yeah, I think this, the thing this stack might get a little bit overlooked. Angels, I love the Angels today. A lot of people are going to like the Angels today. This is a fantastic spot for the Angels. Um, yeah, stack them up and don't think twice about it. Heasley. His walk rate is almost as high as his strikeout rate. He has a 6x FIP. Um, his Sierra is through the roof, and he has an under 10% swinging strike rate. Stack the Angels today. Yeah, Otani might be the top overall play on the slate. Probably is the top overall play on the slate. Trout, not far behind him. Ward, probably one of the best cheap plays on the entire slate. Walsh is fine. Rengifo, anyone else in the lineup, go ahead, because Hal is just – or Heasley is just awful, just terrible. Yeah, I love the Angels here. Um, Arizona at San Diego. We got Zach Gollin going up against Sean Manaya in this one. No total in this one. Uh, any interest here in Zach Gollin? And he's really come back to earth out of just, just playing so lucky for the first seven or eight starts of the season and just has kind of fallen apart, played worse, been a little bit unlucky lately. But this guy is – I mean, he's always been solid. He hasn't been great. I mean, his XFIP's sitting above four. Strikeout rate stuff is above average. This isn't a terribly easy uh, matchup going up against the Padres. McGowan, I don't think, is a 9.3K pitcher. He does have some upside, but I don't know. I guess I, I prefer Menea over on the other side. But Gallon, just because of the other trash pitchers on the slate or pitchers that, that have been – terrible lately or pitchers in a bad matchup you can play him but i think i'd rather take my shot on gaussman cease cortez the other high price guys i think he is okay depending on what the lineup looks like if they roll out the same lineup they did um on monday it was a very left-handed heavy lineup and i think that's where he could struggle a little bit for strikeouts. And the, I mean, the lineup didn't have a ton of strikeouts in it in general. So I think it's going to be a lineup thing for me with Gollin. And then, I mean, Shamanaya on the other side of this game, Arizona has like two or three really good bats against left-handed pitching and the rest of them are kind of trash. So I could see taking some shots here on Manaya, knowing that like he might give up a couple runs, but strike out eight. Yeah, and I think Manai is probably one of the better plays on the slate. Lefty going up against Arizona is always kind of solid. A lot of their best bats are lefties, so they'll tune out their worst bats. 
He's coming into this game with a tough outing going up against Chicago last time in Chicago. I think the wind was blowing out on that one. Uh, but he's good overall pitcher. He's cheaper than Cortez and those guys. Uh, I think a lot of my builds are probably going to be Manea Strider uh, for pitching. I mean, just it's just the matchup. Like, lefties going up against Arizona is generally pretty solid overall matchup. Arizona bats in this one. Um, obviously, we'll have to see if Kettle Marte is back in the lineup. Um, I mean, I like Luplo. He's 3,200. He's consistent against left-handed pitching. Christian Walker would be the other guy that I'd look at. Uh, I mean, these guys should draw good lineup spots. And Manaya is good, but he does give up a lot of hard contact to righties. So I don't mind, you know, taking one or two of these guys and, and taking some value here. Yeah, I don't mind the prices. Walker's definitely better than a 4K player. But outside of those two, I'm I'm probably full on staying away from the rest. Um San Diego. I made Nothing. fun of I, I made fun of Cronenworth on the podcast yesterday being 6K. And I changed my mind on him on Grinders Live and throughout yeah. the day. And he hit a home run in his first at bat. Mm-hmm. But but I'm not paying 6K for him. I'm not paying 5K for Void going up. I'm not paying any of these prices going up against Gallon. Um, yeah, I mean, these guys are just overly expensive. Um, I don't think I want to play anybody. Um, did they price Abram up? Abram? No, he's still 2K. 2K. Yeah, I think he's he's definitely in the conversation today just because of his price. Seattle at Oakland is where we finish off here. Eight total in this game. Some books have it at seven and a half. Uh, most books have Mariners minus 150, though. Marco Gonzalez against Kaeperlin. Uh Any interest here in Marco Gonzalez? I think he's going to be the chalkiest pitcher on the slate, which is, never goes right with Marco Gonzalez. I mean, he's drastically outplayed his ex-fit this year. He's not a high strikeout pitcher, but it's going up against the A's. I, I don't know. Am I wrong to think that he's going to be chalky on the slate? I don't think he will be chalky. I think he could be 15%, but I don't think he'll be chalky. No, he's going to be that low, then I definitely have some interest in him. He's probably the safest guy in this price range. Not an awful pitcher going up against a bad Oakland team. Like, he's fine. I just, I mean, Contreras for chill in this price range as well. Um, I don't know if he'll be uber chalk. And it's not really hard to pay up and get two strong pitchers on the slate either. Um, so we'll have to see. I'm always wrong when it comes to projected ownership for baseball, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't mind Marco Gonzalez here. He's not a huge strikeout guy, but this is one of those spots where he could throw seven strong innings and put up 20 fantasy points, which he's only done one time this year, and it was against Houston. Haha, <laughs> makes perfect sense. Caprilin on the other side, 5,500 here. Seattle, not a huge strikeout team. This guy has been on the struggle bus lately. He has allowed at least one home run in six straight starts. He's been struggling, man. Yeah, he's not been good. I'm not playing him. Um, Seattle bats. See, I want to play some Seattle bats against him. It's just, it's tough because the three guys I want to play France Suarez and Rodriguez are the three highest price guys. Um, 
you can make it work. I mean, Winker at 3,400, he hasn't had a great season, but we know he's talented. Maybe you take shots on him. Justin Upton, Upton's back in life. I saw that the other day. Yeah. I like Cal Raleigh in this one. All right. Yeah, I can define that. And he's got um, some pop. I, I honestly don't hate him. Like, I generally don't like hitting or playing batters in Oakland, but it's going to be 83 degrees out there. And that's not going to see much better hitting weather in Oakland than that. So I don't mind him. Like, Winker at 3.4K, Raleigh at 3.4K. France, Suarez, and Rodriguez are all fine. Um, Brilliant has not been good. He's giving up two home runs for nine, and he pitches in Oakland. So he's, he's just not very good at this point. Gives up a lot of fly balls. I think this could be a sneaky spot here for the Mariners. Yeah, I, I kind of like Oakland, too. If I like Marco, Pinder, I like Davidson. Yeah, I mean, I like Murphy, too. And Loriano, like if Gonzalez is getting some ownership, I might have a secondary stack here with Oakland. Yeah, I don't hate that, honestly, with this weather. Like they it's cheap. Like Pender and Davidson are super cheap for the amount of power they have going up against a lefty that really doesn't strike anyone out. So I don't hate that. All right. Um, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here. We cruise through those games, man. I think this straight this slate is pretty straightforward. Um and Roth will like have some weather or something to change the slate for us. But under eight K to get six or more strikeouts, who do you like today? Let's see. Um probably Contreras. Yeah, he's my favorite too. He's probably my favorite pitcher under 8K today. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go – probably be just six, but give me Rich Hill against Detroit. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Perez. Yeah, I'm going Swarmer. Oh, yeah, that's easy one. Swarmer. Over 4K to go yard. Who's going? Who's going yard today? Want to take Otani or Trout? Um, you know, give me give me Salvador Perez. I'm gonna go Juan Soto hits his 15th home run of the season today, maybe 16th too. Um, under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheapie that you like today? Going with O'Neill Cruz. I like it. I am gonna go Chad Pinder. I'm pretty sure he's under 4K. I'm not even gonna look. Um, He's Stack. 2.4K, so yeah. yeah there you he's, go. He's well under there. <laughs> I, don't need, I didn't even look. I just knew that like Pinder was someone I liked, and I'm sure he was cheap. Uh, give me a stack to score six or more runs today. I'm going to go with uh, the Cardinals. I like that one. Uh, I don't want to say Boston. Um, give me the Baltimore Orioles. Little move, cut. It's supposed to be warm in Baltimore, too, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be like 86 degrees, I think. I really like the over in that game if it comes out at like 9. I don't see it out anywhere. I was I just checked one more time. Um, I like the over in that game if it comes out at like 9. I think that, that game has potential to be one of the higher scoring games on the slate. Um, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No. No, I need to go to bed. 
<laughs> that is going to wrap it up here for Tuesday. We'll be back talking baseball tomorrow. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then. Thank you.